The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble. You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show. When you're live, daily show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio, Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, may be depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have half of the usual suspects. In the building, on Skype, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Yay! Yay! And then you have me. I'm Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. I feel like it's been a long time since it's just been me and you on here, Mo. Oh, yeah. I don't know how long, but... Definitely not before the pandemic. Right. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. So, welcome, everybody. Uh, we got a great show for you today. It's TV Tuesday. So, we're going to be talking to you about TV. Who knew? Who knew? But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk to you about uh, Rick and Morty, some other stuff. Like, I know we're going to talk about some comics, too, because that's what we do. And uh, we're going to talk about whatever else it is you all want to talk about. And we'll tell you how to do that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Yeah, there it is. So, um, as promised, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, you want to tell us what it is you want to talk about, we'll tell you how to do it. Here's how. Want to get in on the action? 
call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. You know, uh, I moved my desk around yesterday since we were practicing with I know. the video things. And for some reason, my sound board where I have all the, the you know, the pot, that they Hello. call it, um, they it basically... Oh, did I lose you? No. I'm here. Did I... Are you on mute? No, I... Am I on mute? I, no, you're not on mute. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like... What's happening? That's so weird, huh? <laughs> like, I just, I literally, like, I wired everything exactly the same, and it's acting funky. Um, oh. But what I was I'm saying sorry. is where I had my soundboard with the sound effects on it, mm-hmm. like, for some reason, it won't play. Like, you used to just hit the button, and mm-hmm. and it won't play. And, yeah, it, it it's weird. Um, It says uh, the stream dropped. That's what happened. I don't know. Maybe oh. Uh, yeah, I like in the chat. Bert says, "I just hear music." Now it works. He says, "Yeah, Hello, it, 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 something something dropped." <laughs> it's, okay, it's probably well, my, we're on back my now. End. It's probably on my end. I don't know. Nah, nah, we'll see. No worries, no worries. Yeah, uh, but anyway, but yeah, you know you want to. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You you get it. You get. It. You remember. You remember. <laughs> um. How you feeling? How was your your Memorial Day long weekend, my guys? It was okay. I mean, it's, it's just uh, any other Memorial Day for me. I, I just stayed home and spent time with my family. And then I went on an Animal Crossing date with Emily. Dude, let me <laughs> tell you, that was the cutest, that picture. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Like, look at them. They look like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know these fucking assholes that I live around. Uh, <laughs> fireworks? You better talk about fireworks. Yeah, yeah. These fucking mother <laughs> cocksuckers. I, I I hope it blows up in their fucking face. I know I said it He's before. Like, I want them to have six fingers and only six. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, it's like here. Here's the thing. Like in other times, I wish their kids get burned. Oh Jesus! And I, I'm, I'm still thinking that. I just didn't want to say it. But yeah, fuck them, these mother <laughs> cocksuckers. My dogs get so scared. Harley pissed in the fucking bathroom and on Dean's face because she's so fucking nervous about it. Because they started on a fucking Dean's face. Yeah, because he's like he she's scared and stuff, so he goes to sniff her butt to see if she's sick or whatever. You know, like that's their instinct. And it got on his face, and I didn't realize till like two hours later when I like go out in the sun and Dean's face is like Emily looks at his face and is like, hey. Why is his face all yellow? He get peed on, and yeah, that's what happens. He he was sniffing to see why she's peeing, cause she peed in my bathroom and not in outside. So you know, it's straight yeah. up nervousness. It just came out cause she's so scared. Um. Uh yeah, Bert says, "LOL, fucking assholes." Fireworks. I'm sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> that just sucks. I, I, when did Memorial Day become a firework holiday? These fucking, uh, it, it, you know. Uh, and this is where I'm like pro Trump. These fucking dirty oh. Mexicans. They whoa, think whoa, man. Whoa. <laughs> they're in a global pandemic and they can run down to Tijuana and get fucking M80s. Like, 
you know, it's a quarter stick of dynamite, Larry. Like, we're not mining in San Francisco in the 1800s here. Yeah. What the fuck do you need an M80 for? Like, I, you know, even if it's like, okay, it's my Second Amendment right to blow the shit up that I, you know, somebody that's threatening me. Like, you need bombs and shit. But for recreational purposes, like, it's fucking ridiculous. I do, I do hear what you're saying. And, you know, I mean, honestly, it, it it's dangerous. And so it would be nice if that kind of thing was going to go on, that you would, like, keep it in the realm of people that absolutely know what they're doing, you know? It would be nice. Look, I'm not opposed to a show, a, a fireworks spectacular. Um, we, in fact, we used to take Harley to one <laughs> when she was a puppy. And, you know, it was at the beach in Long Beach. And, and she was fine with everybody. Like, she's not scared. And she was fine. But the problem is when it's in your block, in your neighborhood at random times. Right. She doesn't right. know what the fuck's going on. And, you know, right. I got doggy cannabis for her. And, and it works. But the problem is they started at 10 in the morning yesterday. Oh, and Jesus. So it's like by the time, like when I'm on the air, I don't hear anything that happens right, outside. Right. It could be happening right behind me. I don't hear nothing. Um, of course. You're but, focused. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So it's like the doggy cannabis is not going to do anything until, like, because she's already too high strung and, and I, all wired up, all scared. So it's not going to, it's not going to kick in. Like, she's just going to. Not get worse. She'll mellow out, but she'll still be scared. Um, you know, last year, July 4th, that's when I bought it, and I gave it to her. And, and I'm like, man, this doggy cannabis is, like, better than... It's, like, a few drops is 12 milligrams, which is, like, that's what puts me to sleep sometimes at the time. Mm -hmm. And it has, like, literally, it's just cannabis oil and, like, hemp oil. That's it. No other ingredients, and it's... It has like 90 CBD or something, so that's really strong too, and not not psychoactive. And then it has 12 milligrams of THC. She was great. She on July 4th when it was all crazy, she was cool, and she just like got scared, but she's like, oh, I'm just gonna sit next to Mo because <laughs> he'll protect me. Like it put right. her in that fear where you could literally see she's scared, but she's like not panicking, and that's really what we need for the dog. Man. Uh, yeah, and it's healthier than everything else, but it yesterday that didn't work, and it's like I'm like, what the fuck are they celebrating? I forgot it was Memorial Day. Mm, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't even realize that they had cannabis for puppies. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's mainly CBD, but um, it it does have some THC in it. it um, but that's where I was like, wow, I should just eat the dog cannabis because it's a lot healthier. <laughs> There's no <laughs> no contaminants, you know. I'm looking at the chat. DC Nate says, if there's something people can't do right now, it's wait. Yeah. And Burr says, laughing my ass off, Mo blaming his own people. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. It's like, yeah, it, they celebrate. It, it, it's like it's like when I see white people celebrating Cinco de Mayo, or you know, when I see Mexicans celebrating Cinco de Mayo for that matter. It's like <laughs> it, it's it, it's celebrating a battle. Of some greater war that, you know, yeah, they won. The little battle was won. But even in Mexico, they don't celebrate it. They just celebrate it in the town where it happened. And in right. here, it just became a whole thing. And then just like St. Patrick's Day, like people celebrating St. Patrick's Day, like you're not Irish. And it's like, <laughs> even if you're like, oh, I, but I like the culture and the history. It's like, yeah, but you're celebrating it with the most negative stereotype of the Irish. 
Yeah. You're throwing up green shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, yeah. it's, it's fucking asshole. It's like, yeah. Yeah. But since it's you TV, said the, oh, but you said, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm no, sorry. go ahead. I was gonna say, but you, you gonna, you gonna ask me something? Yeah, I was. I was gonna say you said the the puppy cannabis has a CBD of ninety, right? Yeah. Well, is that high or low? I don't know That's what that high. means. Yeah, it's pretty high. I mean, uh, CBD is more of like the the calming effect in in right in it. It's not the psychoactive. It doesn't make you high. But it That's makes the you, THC, right? Yeah, it makes you relaxed and it makes you um, helps with pain management and, and stuff like that, anxiety, all that. So yeah, ninety is pretty high. I mean, most people like the stuff you they sell for humans is like anywhere between fifteen and thirty a dose. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's really high. Yeah, so for the dogs, it's really high because it's a calming thing for their for anxiety. Anxiety and. Animal yeah. anxiety is different where humans get anxiety and they just freak out. Like, yeah, they'll hurt themselves. Dogs get destructive. Like, they destroy your house. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And that's where the the issue comes in. Um, But, yeah, it's... You you have to forgive me because you, you know me. You know, I don't know anything about weed. Yeah. So, when you talk about THC, is there a way or a number that they use to measure THC content, like how they do with CBD? Yeah, it's milligrams. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so the the doggy one has twelve milligrams, but the CB what happens with when it hits your body, the CBD kind of counteracts uh, the 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 psychoactiveness of the THC. So if you have twelve milligrams of THC with no CBD, like you're gonna be really fucking high, especially if it's your first time, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that the THC, like, let's say a joint will roughly have about 10 and 15 milligrams THC, depending on, on how, how strong the strain is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you inhale it, you smoke a whole joint, or you inhale it, and then you let it out. All that, the, you only get some of the THC, the rest goes out in the air, you know? Mm. And so you could smoke a whole joint and still only get, like, 40 like four milligrams, five, six milligrams of THC out of that 10 mm-hmm. or 15. But when you eat it, you get the whole 12 or the whole 10, you know? Mm-hmm. And it takes a little longer. There's some, like, you, there's still some that gets burned as part of the metabolizing process. So it's, but you'll lose like two. So you'll get eight, you know? And, uh, yeah. And it's, so, yeah. So, uh, 90 milligrams of THC to, to 12 milligrams, I mean, 90 of CBD to 12 of THC kind of mellows you out without feeling all that high. Like, it brings it down. Mm. Um, but yeah. That's interesting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the third member of Fantastic Forum, the riddle inside of an enigma, Jay. What up, Jay? Hey, what's up? We're talking about, we're talking about marijuana. I heard. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, Mo put his his Animal Crossing date pick in the chat. Oh, it's so adorable! <laughs> so adorable. I feel like we've hung out with you and you've seen us in these exact outfits. Uh, pre- pretty much, I- except that you know now your character though has like what are the, what are those like. Is it a mole? Is it a beauty mark or uh, a facial tattoo? I put face tattoos. They're like dog dog footprints. 
that I put as Facebook. Oh, okay. Too. So yeah, you're. That's the only difference, though, because I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, so like Mo owns that shirt. I've seen Mo in that shirt a million times. I've seen Emily in that dress, <laughs> and so I'm just like, yeah. I mean, it does. Yeah, it definitely looks like them. <laughs> Bird in chat says Jay's like, I want nothing to do with that. Oh, you don't know Jay Burr. You don't know Jay. No, I love, I don't love marijuana, but I love edibles. Edibles are awesome. But edibles have marijuana in them, right? Yeah, but right. it's different. Like I like I don't like smoking. Got it. Is what I don't like. Got it. But like I like marijuana, but I don't like smoking it. So that's why right. I say I like edibles. Got it. And get the same effects. And, you know, no smoke, no coughing, clean lungs. And it's, it's yeah. it, the high for, for edibles lasts longer. Um, I know there's there's a study, uh, maybe I'll put it in the chat for those of you who are curious about it, but there's a study that it could help treat uh, COVID-19. Uh, that marijuana could? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, you actually have to read it because there's a lot of like words <laughs> that like I didn't memorize. You take a, a a a pull from your joint. You're like I'm building up the herd immunity. Well, it's not so much <laughs> that. It's the the part of what causes the fluid in the lungs and everything is inflammation, and cannabis is like a real strong anti-inflammatory, and it's also in the brain. It it it, it helps. The part of the brain that helps you forget about pain to relieve the stress that keeps making you sick is what gets affected by the cannabis. So it's like all those combined kind of put your body in a state where it's it's less receptive and more combative, if that makes any sense. But, okay. but yeah, and that's where, like, they say it helps with cancer treatment a lot, too, is because, it's, you know, everything comes from inflammation in the cells and the membranes and and uh yeah it, it relieves that and helps your brain be in fighting spirit yeah nice but yeah i, I put it in the chat hopefully i don't get kicked off but you know i can't sense. get kicked off for putting studies in chat i don't know man yeah so yeah man jay how was your memorial day weekend um, I didn't do anything special. Like everything was closed that I wanted to <laughs> fuck with. Amen. Um, I did go get pizza. Mm, but nice. Where'd you go? I went to Shakey's. Oh, just to like pick up some pizza. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You, did, I don't, you know, did I mention to you all that I went to the comic book store last week? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay, good. I was making sure. And then I went on my rant about drive up business. Oh, right, 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 right. I, okay. I'm looking forward to this week because Marvel's back this week. So I might actually get some X Men comics this week. Are any of the books I'm reading coming out? I, I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're reading, Jay. Ah, uh, I guess that's true. 
Yeah. If you tell me though, I'll pick it up for you. Ah, no problem. So you're like. Oh well, I'm digital, but. Oh. Just Boo. But you know, I'm reading Champions. I'm reading New Warriors. I'm reading Miss Marvel. Mm, and I'm I don't. Reading I'd have to, you know, let me look because I'm not certain if if any of those are coming out, but maybe. What's what the, you saying, Mo? What's the most um? What's the the book you're most excited for? I mean, honestly, oh. I like the the X Men books. Generally, I mean, if you're talking about specific, like title, mm-hmm. uh, probably. Oh, it's it's tough because I mean, here's the thing: it's like the X Men books. I mean, they almost feel like they're all like one book that just comes out from week to week. Even though you know, I mean, that's that's absolutely not the case. <laughs> you know. Um, but but the stories, it's beautiful because the stories do interconnect, but they don't interconnect. You know, like because the story, like for instance, the, the it would either be probably either X Men or New or New Mutants, because both of those two books are like like the characters that I'm probably most concerned with are in those books. But, like, X-Force is another great book. I mean, honestly, just the fact that I can even talk about, you know, these titles. Like, just, be, I mean, because, you know, there hasn't been, like, or there wasn't a regular New Mutants book coming out for a while. So, you know, just I just love the idea that that I can even just be like, oh, New Mutants. Like, the the latest issue of New Mutants. <laughs> But yeah, but it's probably it's probably X Men, but New Mutants is a close second. I uh, during your whole little talk about Marvel books, I just kept playing the the sound clips of Mickey. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> like, that, but that's how I but that's how I feel though. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is, that is exactly how I feel. So I don't have any problem with that. <laughs> Oh man, it's like I'm just saying, like, you know, it's one of those things where, um, like, freaking the pandemic, like, it was terrible beforehand. Uh huh. When comics stopped, it became catastrophic. <laughs> you know, where I was just like, really, really, the comics? Okay, okay. So, so the only things coming out on the twenty seventh from Marvel are Amazing Spider Man forty three, Avengers thirty three, Marauders ten, Star Wars Doctor Afra number one, and Venom twenty five. So that's what's coming out this uh, this There's upcoming. Dr. Afro book. I'm still unsure if I want to read the Dr. Afro book. I mean, I will tell you this, Jay. Based on what I know of Dr. Afro, and I haven't been reading the latest, latest stuff, but I feel like it's not 
it probably wouldn't be as exciting if you don't have the context of like her first appearance kind of stuff. But that that's a personal opinion. But I, I do believe that, you know, like I could totally see it being one of those situations where you would buy that comic and be like, what's the hype all about? But when you see like where she came from and her relationship with Vader and all that stuff, it gives you the foundation to be excited about the character. Now, I could be wrong about that because I have, obviously I haven't read Dr. Afro number one and I'll probably pick it up tomorrow just because. There are only a few comics available anyway, right? I'll probably pick it up and just kind of see what it's all about. But um, yeah, I, I would I would suggest starting from the beginning, which you can get all those books digitally, obviously. Okay. In, in uh, next Wednesday, not this Wednesday coming up, but next Wednesday, there's a astonishing X Men omnibus hardcover coming out. Which, which is Whedon and Cassidy's run. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, but know. it's hardcover. What's wrong with that? He wants digital. Digital. I mean, but, I mean, they don't offer hardcovers digitally, too? Well, if it's digital, how does it have a hardcover? Well, I mean, I'm just talking about the content. Like, you don't care about covers, hard or soft, right? Right. Well, you care about the content. But so. mm-hmm. If it was digital, they wouldn't have said it had a hardcover. Well, I mean, it, the hardcover could be released both digitally and physically, couldn't it? No, then it's not a hardcover anymore. Mm. It's just a regular ass omnibus. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is the only difference between Astonishing X Men. Uh, like hardcover and the actual physical books is whatever extra content is in it, right? And that's that's what you would be interested in in that regard anyway, right? What? Like 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 normally if it's digital they just say omnibus. Oh, so you're saying that it's you don't believe that it'll be available digitally because it says hardcover. Right. But then, I mean, this is a list of books that are available both digitally and physically. So I I would think because it's a list of physical books, you have to mention hardcover. Because if you say omnibus, then you might think it's just a soft cover. No, uh, maybe. I don't know. In general, you could tell when something's a hardcover by the price. But it's not a list. Uh, it's not, there's no prices on this list. It's just what's coming out. I see. <laughs> yeah, I got the um. House and Powers of X or House of X Powers of 10 uh, hardcover. Surprise, I like that surprise. a lot. Say again? See, I'm, I'm going to get the collection. Like I the mean, trade. Oh, the trade. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is digital and doesn't have a hardcover. <laughs> 
how does the trade come digitally? Does it separate it, or does it put it in like um, in no publishing? It's like your yeah, publishing order. Oh, okay. Not publishing, but I don't know about publishing, but it's it's an order. The the order you're supposed to read it. Got it. Got it. Okay, that's cool. Uh, heck, I'm sorry. Burr in chat says the tablet is always hard. It's like a hard cover. <laughs> and then it says uh, same content. I thought the difference is just the cover. Call it digital X or digital premium omnibus. Right. So Call it digital premium omnibus. He's saving the the industry with that. I think. I don't know. They always just call them omnibuses. Or on the yeah on the buy, but yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna see, look, research that because it's I know like you can buy the whole series of stuff sometimes and yeah. it's like even in digital it's like I mean you can get the omnibus and it has the bonus content if any and then you have like you can just buy the whole series for like whatever eighty bucks. So that's kind of like omnibus. It's you know, it just depends, I guess, if it's one file or not. Right, right. Indeed. Hold on one second, gents. I'll be right back. No. Uh, Joe, since it is TV Tuesday, there was a show I wanted to talk about, but it, it was just uh interesting. It was it was a a well made those documentary entertainment shows like your um your ancient aliens type you know and uh, okay it's called the food that made america and it kind of like it basically goes into the history of heinz ketchup kfc mcdonald's post general mills kellogg's and and coca-cola and and hershey's and mars and it's like Alien, you got your commentators that are food commentators telling you about the history. And some of that stuff I saw on Drunk History myself, like the Kellogg's and the Coca-Cola. But it was just the way that his, the History Channel made it was really cool where you had um, – they, they do reenactments. And the actors, they get to play these people that made food was like – they they were just really like good at playing these characters. Like the acting was good, the quality was good, the music, like the guys inventing cornflakes and it's like dun 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 You know, like I'm like, wow, I'm so excited for cornflakes. I've never been that in my life until I discovered that I could put sugar in them. But it 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 was crazy. Like it made me want to buy and eat cornflakes. And I never really liked them. Like I when I put warm milk or nope. fruit in them, I enjoyed them, but I never really liked them. Now, did they mention when they were talking about Kellogg that he was like a super Christian, like Christian? The Well, yeah, because it's two brothers. So they talked about the one that was making the food for the sanitarium where it was invented. And they, they went into his, I don't know, I don't think they... 
they did say that he had some belief system where he was celibate even from his own wife. And uh, and then they showed some stuff. So they kind of implied that he might have been a homosexual. But that could be just me, like, doing my own interpretation. But everything, like, even Emily was like, he's gay, right? And I'm like, I think so. But, you know, back then, it's like, he couldn't be gay openly, you know? And they did, did they mention anything about cornflakes being a cure for masturbation? <laughs> uh, I don't think they did that. Because the, the, the actual cornflakes as we know them um, uh, were invented by his brother. So they didn't go into that, I don't think. What they did, they did go into how the proto uh, type for cornflakes was to aid in, in those things like your body functions, things like that, and suppressing urges. But I don't think they, they, they really connected it to masturbation. I don't remember that. I, I think I would have remembered that. I know when I was a kid and eat woody yeah. cornflakes, I didn't feel like beating off, but, but I don't think that carried over. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of one of those things where it's like people are not 100% sure if that's true or not. Uh-huh. Um, because, yeah, the rumor goes that you created cornflakes as a cure for masturbation. And there is some writings he did where it's like he wasn't a fan of masturbation. But I don't know 100% that they have the the documentation linking the creation to mm. uh, cornflakes for that. Yeah. So, like, some people are like, yeah, that's definitely true. Some people are like, it's only a rumor. Like, we uh, we believe it's true, but we're not 100% sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, it, they, they definitely didn't touch on, on that, like, in that level. Um, but one of the things that really stuck out to me is like the invention of like ketchup was for, and I've always kind of maintained this myself in the way that I eat things. Like I don't put ketchup on things that I, I that taste good plain without the ketchup, you know? And mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it was invented because people would go to the market and you, there was no kind of like standard on, on what would you put a food like as a preservative and stuff. And so the meat would, like, that's the one thing you couldn't add ingredients to preserve it. And shit would be bad, but the rich people would eat the meat anyway because it's expensive. And, they're like, it's a sign of, of affluence. So they would use these mushroom sauces <laughs> that they called catsup. And, you know, and then the guy that invented ketchup was, like... There's got to be something that we could add to it that actually tastes good, you know? Like <laughs> they had this weird like fish oil thing with like soy sauce and mushrooms that, you know, it's good, but when it's on rotting meat, you need something stronger and sweeter, and, you know, and that's how the guy invented ketchup. And uh but I was like thinking like, man, the the food like that the food that they ate back then, the way they did everything was just how like what we're complaining about how China gives us like black pepper with dirt in it and shit, yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, that was so. I'm sorry, long I'm ago. back. 
okay. I'm just I'm sitting here listening like what what are we talking about? I'm interested. I'm sorry, continue. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm talking about a TV show that I, I watched on uh it called it's on History Channel, it's called the The Food That Made America. And interesting. They, and but what I was talking about earlier before you were here was that they do these reenactments and the people they get to play the, the like the Colonel Sanders and all these people were like were really good at playing these characters. I don't know what they're supposed to act like, but they were just good. Like it was compelling. Like it was like watching a movie, and then all their stories kind of intertwined, which kind of gave it like a dramatic feel. Where it's like, man, like it it was a two hour. It was three three episodes, two hours each, and I seriously just watched that whole food epic. <laughs> you know, like. That sounds awesome. I was thinking I was watching The Godfather, but it kind of had some of those feels at some point, too. Like, yeah, like the, the conflicts between the Hershey and and Mars and then Mars within their own infighting with the son and dad. Like, I was compelled. I'm like, why can't they make the social network type movie from these guys? Yeah. Right. No, that would be cool. That would be cool. So, yeah, but please continue. I don't mean to... Yeah. Well, that was pretty much it. I mean, we're, I was just I, I for TV Tuesdays and things. I have filler stuff in case. You <laughs> yeah, and that was one of them. Like I, I know I definitely would like to talk about it, but it's not one of those things I'm gonna sit there and review. So it's, I just put it in my little file cabinet in my brain for two TV Tuesday. Right. Right. Yeah. Did uh Did you all watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. Like what, yeah. what, what, the title of this episode was uh was it Childrick of Morta? I think it was Childrick of Morta, which is wild because that's like a play on, uh, if I'm not mistaken, on like an indie game, oh, like yeah? Children of Morta. What's the game but about? It's like a a dungeon crawling, um. Isometric RPG, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, or maybe a RPG, I guess, or I don't I don't know if it's action. Maybe it is just isometric, because like you you don't call like Diablo like a a ARPG, right? It's just an RPG. I don't. Diablo is a dungeon crawler. Right. Right. But it's, I mean, a dungeon crawler is an RPG, right? Generally. Or well, not not me, not generally. The Diablo is a dungeon crawler style, but RPG, as opposed to like say Gauntlet, right? Like Gauntlet's a dungeon crawler too, right? Mm-hmm. But Gauntlet's but not an RPG. RPG, huh? Yeah, it is. Gauntlet's an RPG. Mm-hmm. It's got a story. It's got leveling. It's got all the RPG stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, hey, I'll take it. But yeah, but Children of Morta is like, um, in the the RP or I mean, is basically yeah, like it's it's similar to Diablo. Burr in chat says Diablo is an action RPG. So okay, I mean, hey, like I I I know that um, I know at least in in my experience when people say ARPG they're usually referring to something a little bit more along the lines of like a um, well what's what's a good game as an example I guess like 
a Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, that's that's kind of what a like your fables, your even uh, yeah, even right. Like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Burr say Burr also says Gauntlet isn't an RPG. I I don't think it is either. What makes it not an RPG? I mean. I know you say it has a story, but it doesn't really have a story, right? I mean, it has like a narrative, but like Wait, it has. Are you thinking of old? Oh, are you talking about the old arcade? Yeah, Gauntlet. Not... Uh, As opposed to what? Uh, what else is Gauntlet? I mean, Gauntlet's been remade a bunch of times into an RPG, like yeah, let's. Oh. It's an RPG now. Really? But no, the old uh, Gauntlet is not. Oh, okay. Yeah, Burr said that too. Maybe the newer ones are more RPG. No, I don't... I didn't even know there was a new Gauntlet. When's the last time a Gauntlet game came out? 2014, like, I think. Oh, wow. That's, look, I, I don't remember that at all. I missed it. And so, is it an ARPG... Like in that same Final Fantasy 15, or like maybe like Xenogears kind of sense. What? <laughs> no, like it's like uh, it's like okay. Diablo. Oh, it's okay. So it's still like Diablo, but, RPG. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Versus there was one that came out a year or two ago. Oh, Jesus. Look, what, look I'm firing Gauntlet's PR team. No, I mean, I kind of knew that too. Like, there's almost always a Gauntlet, like every three to five years. How come it's not on my radar? Like, I, I would like I, to know about a Gauntlet game. I didn't know you even liked Gauntlet like that. Well, I, honestly, I don't like it like that. But I like RPGs in general, and Gauntlet is is a classic, a classic IP. You know what I mean? So I would pay attention to it just because it's Gauntlet. But I don't, I don't like it. Hasn't come up in in my uh, field of view at all, which is weird because it's like I I like. I'm the type of guy that, like, I go looking out for RPG news specifically, like on like through blogs and on YouTube. I can't I can't think of the last time somebody was like, "Oh, Gauntlet." Well, do you ever go to like? Oh, well, actually, you have a Switch. Like, they it might not be on Switch. Yeah, but I but I have a a PlayStation and an Xbox as well. Right, but I mean, I would say that in relation to uh, the way I normally find out about games is I I visit the online store every week or so, every uh -oh. couple of weeks. So it's like, even if I didn't hear about it coming out, when it comes out, I see it. Okay. Burr also in chat said, oh no, Jay was right. 2015 was the last one. Okay, so that makes me feel a little bit better in the sense that maybe a gauntlet game came out five years ago and I didn't hear about it. I I could see me, me maybe I missed it five years ago, but 
Yeah, I don't know. Well, like it's interesting though. I would think somebody would mention Gauntlet. All this Jay is, knew ab- Jay all, knew about it and kept it a secret. All this, I think uh, it was, I didn't know. You were into it. That's time I'll, I'll let you know. I think it was a free game with gold at some point. Really? I think so. That, that that's how I got on my radar too. Like I was like, oh, there's a new Gauntlet, but it was like two years after. Okay. See, but I have games with gold. I feel like if I and that's something that I do see regularly. I feel like I would have downloaded that, but especially if, if it's free. It might not have been a games with gold, but I know they they showcased it on one of those things, maybe an offer or something. Mm, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, Mo. All this to say, Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> so, what'd you all think of this latest episode of Rick and Morty? I liked it. Anytime there's a, a good amount of deicide in it, like, I'm in. <laughs> deicide, you're down. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, you know, it's the the... The planet fucking was a little odd, but it's also a kind of a metaphor <laughs> about humans fuck up planets, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I, so I like that. Uh, summer was was really really harsh. <laughs> it's like what's yeah. going on with her? Because I know I would, that we haven't seen her in a couple episodes like that much. So like I wonder if they're gonna go back and and show what what's up with her. Yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe I don't know. It's interesting just because there's a part of it well, that might be like what happened, but there's also a part of it where you know when he was like, "You got to stop hanging around Rick." Like that might just be what it is. Yeah, but we haven't seen her hang out with Rick. This time. This is not the first time she's been a dick to Jerry. Yeah, I know. But time where he was trying to start a conversation with her. And she just kept blowing him off, like, what's the word, like, stonewalling him, like, stonewalling hard. And then he tried to borrow money from her, and she was like, dude, come on. (laughs) I mean, I get it, but this one just seemed extra bad, extra harsh. I think it was just because she was upset. Like, it's, it feels like a natural progression. But, like, between her being pissed off and her hanging around with Rick too much, like, I could see it. Also, too, I felt bad for poor Jerry. Nah, I don't feel like, bad. Oh, I loved it. Like, oh. that dude sucks. Like, yeah. I'm not saying he's so good. Bad things happen to him. I'm like I'm not saying he's good or even worth a lot. I'm just saying he could be worth more if people would just treat him decent. No, see that's how you get shit people getting up in power and shit. Like, yeah, no, it's like that. If I start feeling compassion for these people that set off the fireworks, we're gonna have a bunch of Jerry's running around. <laughs> and even when she's setting, even when she was saying it, like. I knew that that was the truth. Like, he did just bring her out there to lower the bar so low. Like, and he admits it at the end of the episode. But even when she was saying it, I was like, yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. 
Um, I I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna mess around and be like, oh, hey, a guy like Jerry, you know, all he needs is a little encouragement, and he could be a productive member of society. I, like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's still a person. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> and, and if you treat him like a person, he could be he could be less no. u- useless. Now those people become entitled and then they get a little bit of control and then next thing you know you're in a global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well listen, man. I'm not gonna argue with that, goddamn. <laughs> I am not gonna argue with that. Dude, just the way that this episode progresses, like I feel like every like six minutes or so, it ups the ante. <laughs> of like, like, like I literally thought we were gonna be watching an episode about a camping trip, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be interesting, you know, because I re- I thought that that was really gonna happen, and then next thing you know, we're in space, and it's like, okay. Well, I thought this was just going to be an episode about kids getting raised, <laughs> you know, and then it goes, it takes up another level. And it's like, oh, my God, like, literally, and <laughs> like, geez, like, this is such a cool, like, thing. And you know what's I the just, saddest I, part of this episode? Like, talking about that, like, it was all about the raising of the clay people kids, but it was how he didn't put in that effort for his daughter. Yeah. And then their breakthrough just got totally, like, turned to shit by Zeus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That Dan Harmon shit, man. Dude, it, it's pretty amazing. And then also, too, like, the whole thing with playing video games and getting high. And I'm just like, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's hilarious. It's just so well written, man. It's like it's one of these things where it's kind of like a show like Rick and Morty makes you look at other shows like you're not doing enough. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, like you could be doing so much more. I know. I felt that when I watched Harley Quinn, I was like, you could be doing so much more. But, right. But now, like in the last few episodes, I haven't seen the latest one, but I caught up with two of the previous ones, and I'm like, oh, they're getting the there. latest one is hilarious. No spoilers. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you know, Larry, this also reminds me that uh, another thing that you forgot to tell me to explain community right was that that rob schraub worked on it i i could not have told you that because i don't know who that is how do you do a comic book show and not know who christopher robbie schraub is i i i don't know i mean maybe i'm the jerry of comic book podcasting i don't know he he created <laughs> scuds the Disposable assassin. Uh, okay, I do know who that is. Like, and then he worked on, on Community, and now he writes for Rick and Morty. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. 
So, so he's a writer all across the board. And dire- but I think director too, but I'm not sure. Really? Okay. That's cool. It's weird. I don't know what Emily what goes through Emily's head when we're watching this TV, and I, I just see a name flash on the screen. It's like that name is so familiar. And then, <laughs> like, even uh, <laughs> uh, when we're watching the Animal Crossing talk show, where like they 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 had Duncan Jones, I'm like I know that name from mm-hmm. comics. And then it's like, well, I looked it up, and it's not from comics. It's from the movie. He's David Bowie's son. And he directs movies, and but then I was right. It is from comics, and I'll get to that in the news. Get a reminder. No, okay. Oh, listen, man. I I don't know what it must be like to be you, Moses, and be able to like friggin' connect all the dots <laughs> because it's torture. It's like all these names that of people that you know and remember. <laughs> it's 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 torment, Larry. It is. is it? Yes. Is it? It is. I don't know, man. I I love knowing things. Yeah, but you can't but, enjoy things because you're too busy. Like, you, I can't not finish the show without connecting the dot. And if if I go in through a rabbit hole, then I'm I'm done. I'm like I'm not gonna go back till the next day. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. You know, luckily for that, the pandemic hit, so I got time <laughs> to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have 24 hours in a day now, so, um, but yeah, it, it's, you know, it, it's not, you know, torment's a hard word, but it is, it is pretty, I, I, I sometimes I wish I was stupid, like really stupid, <laughs> like where, you know how stupid people can just be happy? Oh yeah. Like I wish I was that sometimes, like yeah. I, I wish I was just a fucking idiot that people would like. <laughs> You know, I can go out and just not worry about blowing off fireworks. You know, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's Memorial Day Monday. Uh, it's not about blowing off fireworks because guess what? We're celebrating the people that died from getting blown up and shit. Like, yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Burr says, I know I can't enjoy a movie unless I know the name of every person involved with it. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too sometimes. Oh, I don't feel that way at all. It's kind of cool. To, <laughs> like In the movie theaters, it helps because I don't want to pull out my phone and shit to research. So I just like focus on the movie and you know, then I want to research and then if I remember like if the movie's good, then I, I don't I don't like immediately go research. <laughs> as soon as I get out, you know? But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, anybody have any other additional thoughts on Rick and Morty? Okay. Well, then, what will you all rate it? What about you, Moses? I'd give it a four, man. Yeah. Uh, Jay? I would say four. I, I'm gonna give it a five. I liked it a lot. Like just the, like I said, the progression, like how it just kind of ups the ante, like every every few minutes. <laughs> it's like I love it. I love it. Burr says uh, I was being sarcastic. Lol. Oh, gee, thanks, Burr. <laughs> I guess I am fucking stupid. 
Damn it. Burr, you're messing it up for Mo. <laughs> uh, I, I read a comic to review. I don't know if you guys got to read it. I put it in our chat, in our oh. pre-production text. No, what book is it? It's Rick and Morty number one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Talk about Rick and Morty number one. I didn't get to. I didn't get to my school. Well, it, usually these TV comic books are not the. Uh, they, they leave something uh, to be desired. You know, whether the art is not as consistent as the cartoon or the TV show. You know, especially when it's live action, then the comics a little tricky because they try to make them look like the TV show, but you, you can't always. Yeah. And. Right. Um. Yeah, this one wasn't that. <laughs> this one actually, the art was different, but it's fit. Um, and it almost feels like it was like the frames in between the motion kind of. So it, it it captured some parts of it that weren't like the best looking parts, but that's kind of the parts that I like to see on the show too. You know, like those in between transitions of the facial expressions and shit. So yeah. Yeah, and in this one, uh, Jerry is fucking telling Morty, like, you got to pick up your own weight around the house here. At your age, I had two jobs, and, you know, and I went to school. And he's like, he he goes, uh, <laughs> who's, who's vibrating? Oh, sorry, that was me. Uh, um, in, in. You know, Rick tells him, "Oh, well, Jerry, how did that work for you? You know, like, look at you, like you're you can't even crawl out of debt." And uh, this comic is written by Zach Gorman, uh, illustrated by C.J. Cannon, colored by Ryan Hill. Uh, cover art, I'm sorry, backup comic art by Mark Ellerby, and lettered by Crank! Exclamation point. Um, so they go on this uh, adventure where, um. Where they tamper with uh, a machine that can predict the future and where the stocks are going to go up. And then they invest in the intergalactic stock market and become billionaires. And then the antagonist is this Doctor Who type character called Professor Talk. And, uh, <laughs> and he's dressed Professor in a weird Talk. like technicolor coat. And I, I really wish it was those, like, testicle-looking time police, not this guy. But he's, like, part of that time police. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know if there's, like, a disconnect with that. But, yeah, and then eventually hilarity ensues because it's it's a crime, an intergalactic crime to tamper with the stock market like that. And they lose everything. They, they try to go, they end up going to jail and... Um, but there was a lesson for Morty because Morty let the money go to his head and then tells Rick to fuck off. And then what, what, what Rick was doing was actually merging timelines to where a timeline, like where the stock that they pick becomes a success. So it's a bunch mm. of different timelines getting erased. <laughs> and then Dang. it, it kind of reminded me of that, the acid, the bad acid episode in that way. And, uh, and, and yeah, so Morty learns his lesson right on issue one. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know if you guys got to read it, but 
I did not. How about you, Joe? No, I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. So that that's pretty much it. Like it, it's a cool little story. It feels like an episode. Um, the art was good, and, and it's one of these better comic uh, TV comics that that I enjoyed. Um, I'll put some of the art in in chat. Um, it does have a backup story with um, with Summer. Where she's all like, she's basically, I don't know if they're going to do this every issue, but it shows like an adventure with her, like killing a bunch of shit. And then she has a husband that had just asked her how she got that scar. And then the story you see is how she got that scar, but it's all like no dialogue, just action. And I think it's like three or four pages. And then it says, how about that one? How'd you get that one? And she goes, that one I don't talk about. And she's like eating pizza on the toilet while while <laughs> curling her hair or flat ironing her hair and then gets burned by it. So. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah? Yeah, I saw it on Pinterest. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's that's the backup story here. And then it's says issue two, Rick and Morty. They look like they're, they're fighting weird phallic-looking drooling aliens. For issue two, so I want to read that. Too. Awesome, awesome, ladies and gents, we are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Oz is on the line. What up, Oz? I like my Rick and Morty to move. <laughs> <laughs> you hate you hating on comics now, Oz? <laughs> you know we do a comic show. That's not the real Rick and Morty. I like the no. real. Well, the thing is, it's kind of. The way I understand these comics is that they do exist, and because even like the was it the Guardians episode or was it the Revengers? Like they say, it's part three that you see, but parts one and two happen in the comics. Nah, I prefer the Royland cut. You would. Oh my god! <laughs> like I hear people like, ah, oh, I want the Royland cut. I mean the the Snyder cut. I want this. I want air cut but nobody says i want the jj abrams cut <laughs> well the jj abrams cut is just more lens flares right no it's actual story i doubt that uh burr says the tv rick and morty is the omnibus edition <laughs> this is just some cheap Digital paperback. It's not that cheap. It's like four bucks. I actually considered some of the Rick and Morty comics because I heard they they get a lot crazier than the TV show. They get a lot crazier, and then like they do. Um, there's certain things that they'll do in the comics that'll carry over to the show. And like even I think the the first appearance of Doofus Rick was in the comics, and you actually there's a story with him in it. That's like supposed to be the best Rick and Morty story around, but I haven't read it. But now that I have time, I'm gonna. There's 60 issues deep, so. Wow. So I, I, we'll call that a success, right? Who who writes it? Well, this one was a dude named uh, Zach Ellerson or something. Right. Mm. 
Okay. His name is uh, Zach Gorman. Okay. Yeah. And that's where I was like, well, if it's none of the TV writers, I don't know if he is or isn't, but I don't recognize that name. So I was like, I wonder how good it's going to be, but it turned out pretty good. Right. But yeah, I'd give it a four out of five. Nice. Oz, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. Like, I mean, you're, you're in a place where things are actually open, right? Yeah, I mean... I went to bars and restaurants and stuff, but I didn't do anything like really crazy or anything like that. Look, that sounds crazy to us. Wait, bars and restaurants? Wait a minute. What? Someone, the, you, you were able to sit somewhere and someone gave you a drink? Monday, I went to the gym and there looked like there was an 80-year-old woman there too. What's a, what's a gym? We both looked at each other and winked because we had no mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Tempting death, huh? Okay. I mean, she's in her 80s. She She's lived. She's like, I'm dead already. <laughs> she's already on borrowed time. Um, <laughs> I heard a story about a guy in a Walmart in Oklahoma that he was talking to some lady in line, and they were talking about how, how hard this shit is with the mask and all this. And they ended up fucking in the parking lot. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's true or not, but the guy called into the Howard Stern show to tell the story, and he seemed pretty, he seemed pretty genuine because they're like, well, did you wear a condom? And he's like, no. He's like, well, what if you didn't catch the COVID, but you caught an STD? Chlamydia. Yeah. Chlamydia. Are you married? he's like, yeah. Chlamydia 2020. And he was married, and he's like, well... Why did you even like change your name when you called in? He said no. Oh. It's like you're talking to like one of the most widely listened to radio shows nationwide, right. and you like say your name. Like a third of your friends heard this. You tell and the he, story. He like, said now. the day he went to Walmart, like <laughs> every, like, and he goes, "Well, what do you think about, uh, you know, their security cameras? Like, what, what you know, now they don't report it to the cops. They just put it on social media." And shit goes viral, you, you know? And he's like, oh, I didn't think about that. He's like, by the end of the call, like, he was calling to tell a funny story. By the end of the call, he's like, uh, I got to go. <laughs> he totally sh- shook his world. Mm. Yeah, I don't get I, I don't get the stories I've seen of people, like, getting into fights because somebody didn't have a mask. Because then, aren't, like, if you're worried that they're putting you in danger by not wearing a mask, isn't, like, fighting them... Putting you in more danger. Yeah, but you get yes. some satisfaction of it. Belt respect. What did you say, Jay? Belt respect. Yeah. Oh. I know, like, for example, we were at the market and this lady, like, is all up on Emily breathing on her. And it's like, well, they, they put a thing that says six feet right there. Like, Emily just coughed, like, turned her head to cough because she's supposed to be six feet anyway. And she just, like, turned her head to cough, but the lady didn't give a shit. In the meantime, she could be just passing it to everybody. Mm. So did we ever find out if Heck got the, the, whatever? The COVID? Yeah. He did. That's why he hasn't been on. Losing chance. He got tested for it. Well, that test was only come for like two weeks. 
Larry, man. Fix your phone or that, something. That, man. that wasn't me. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> now we know. So, Sorry, milk just texted me. You said what just texted you? Stony filled organic milk. Why they want me to advertise for them. Why? I don't know how they got. But... <laughs> Jay, Jay, you're a milkman now. Like fantastic. No, they want me to have a job, which I don't. So I can't get the job. Hmm. So I guess Snyder called up Air. Now Air's confirming that there is an Air cut. <laughs> this doesn't feel like a racket to anybody. Are we in, are we in news yet? Or no? I mean, I guess we can be. I would say you might as well. well we got Unless you have something else you want to talk about. Just got out of bed 10 minutes ago. So I don't know what's happening. Well, uh, Harley Quinn Joe, man, why don't you tell us about the newest Harley Quinn episode? Oh, go for it, Jay. Okay. Um, which one is the new one? The the Paradigm. Inner Paradigm. Yeah. Okay, so have have every has everyone seen before? Like, at least up to this one. Yeah, the last one I saw was the Pit one, where they kiss. Okay. Yeah, I'm caught up. I saw the Parademon one. So, so, basically what's happening is Harley and Ivy kiss, and now they're feeling super awkward, and Harley is going around kissing everyone and trying to take over the world so that she doesn't have to think about the fact that she kissed Ivy. So she goes to Dark Side. Uh, she goes to Apocalypse, uh, fights Granny Goodness, and comes back to Earth with an army of parademons. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, yeah, it, it's good. It ends up in a good place, and it's actually pretty funny too. Was that kind of a a dig at at Marvel giving her Thor's hammer like that? I don't think so. No. Okay. I mean, I didn't see it, but I don't think so. I mean, I don't remember the the control staff ever doing that. It's possible, but I don't remember ever seeing that before. I, well, I don't. a lot of new gods though. DC does a lot of weird things. I think that was just to be funny. Like, I don't think it was actually a dig. I think they just thought it was funny. And, you know, it's not the first time something like that has happened. So it's like, yeah. I actually kind of liked her Thor costume. Because there's still that. it, It was like so, so much like the... With you know the silver arms and all, like so much of that, that style. But they had just enough of the little Harley Quinn accents in it 
that I I thought that was that was pretty cool. I also like the the little the, the little side story with with Poison Ivy and Kite Man, and seeing what what their relationship is going through after all this. Right. I mean, yeah, that that is interesting. I think one of the things that bothers me, though, is the the uh, thumbnail for the next episode. What, like, what it was feels it? kind of crazy. Huh? What is it? What's it? Uh, it's Harley and Ivy in bed. Mm. Spoilers. Is it? I can't see it now, but is it the same bed or is it like a dual bed, like like Lucy? No, they're in bed. They're in bed together under the sheets. Well, I want that episode now. I put the picture of Harley Quinn with the hammer. Okay. I took screenshots too, but oh, if you, yeah, go ahead and put them up because I don't. It said it was a JPEG file, and it's not, so it's probably even by us. Like I didn't take pictures of that though. Oh. I did take pictures of all the awkwardness. Oh, I see the thumbnail now. Yeah, but you know what? That episode's had her bachelorette, so. It doesn't count. They're probably in Vegas. And you know what happens in Vegas. Right. Nothing right now. Stays at that point. Awkwardness makes it count. What was that? I think the awkwardness makes it count. So, yeah, I put the kiss and then the look they give each other after because that's hilarious to me. Well, that was the most important thing because... You know, the, even when I talked about in the news story, they just show the kiss. But once I actually saw the episode and I saw that awkwardness, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be, there's more to this story. It's not, it's going to be less um, straightforward as I was led to believe by the news article. Yeah. And then she like just goes around randomly kissing people like Psycho and Batgirl, which Batgirl was hilarious. <laughs> Because she's just like, what is going on here <laughs> after it happened? And, yeah, it's pretty funny. No. And Burr put the costume, the Harley Quinn control rod costume. Um, Which, yeah, it's a good one. Now, you took the screenshots with your phone, too? Like, yeah. you were watching it and you just took a screenshot? Because I know I tried taking screenshots yeah. and it, it, it blacks out. Like, streaming servers don't let me take screenshots. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, I just paused it and then took the screenshot. Yeah, let me. Do you stream the episode or did you download it? I streamed it. Hmm. I mean, those are damn good screenshots. Yeah. No watermark or anything. But yeah. Yeah. Larry, yeah, also, 
Harley's Harley's concern with with that kiss. Like that that kiss from that last episode is just like fucking everything up. Not, right. Not only Harley's relationship with with Ivy, but clearly she's spinning out of control, and it it affects her relationship with her crew, which was like just barely pieced back together from last season, where she neglected them. So it it had a lot more impact than I thought that kiss did. I thought I honestly thought they might bring it up as kind of a drama, like a triangle with with Kite Man. But what they did, I actually enjoyed it a little bit more because Harley is the one dwelling on it more than more than Ivy, it seems like. And it's it's totally just destroying her, her entire world. Right. As she attempts to conquer the entire world. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. I think she was just trying to take over Gotham. Like, I don't even think she had world domination plans. Right. She wanted to take Gotham because uh, Bad Girl kind of just warns her that uh, she's the reason why Gotham can't rejoin the United States. And uh, that Jim Gordon will be coming after her. And she's like, well, if he's coming, I'm going to get an army of my own. And it's really just anything to be doing something to not be thinking about the kiss. Yeah, and I feel bad for Batgirl, man. It's just making everything worse. <laughs> that was so funny to me. Like, she's trying to defuse everything, and she's just making everything explode. <laughs> right. How many... Crap, I closed the page. How many episodes are left? Like three or four? Um, not sure. Yeah, man. Like this this series is probably well worth the the price of the of the app by itself. On top of that, the upcoming Doom Patrol season two, I think. Uh you know what? I'm gonna throw in Titans. It's it's getting better. My boys, oh. it, shut up. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Thank God oh. it's for your woman. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm like, listen. I get I get called all types of Marvel apologists and Disney sycophant and freaking all types of stuff. And I'm talking about good stuff. And you out here talking about Titans. And no one's like... Oz, you're a DC. Look, Star Nightwing, Black, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look, night, they give you an awesome looking Nightwing outfit, and they got to balance it with a horrible Ravager outfit. But they don't. They could just give you good stuff. <laughs> They don't. You say you could have just been wearing a T-shirt, and I would have been jerking off anyway. You don't. No, know no, that. no. I'm saying DC could give you good Titans, but they choose not to. I don't think they can. They can. I mean, you told you totally could have just stopped at like Swamp Thing. You could have went to Swamp Thing instead of Titans. Like I know you like Nightwick, and I'm not mad at you for not liking Nightwick because you know I get it. But like, I'm just like, nah, man. Like you know, I was gonna give you Harley Quinn. And you said uh, Doom Patrol, which I agree with. 
I do, but you can still get it on HBO Max. The whole thing. You know no, no, I, I, and, and I agree, and I'm not, I'm not saying that there's not other places you can get it. I, I you know, the point I was making was more so like, hey, you know, if you pet, spent money on the app, there are things on there that are worth the price of what you paid, which I think, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not as, as big on the Harley show as you all are. I do, I do agree with that it's gotten better though, and I, I can appreciate it more now than I did initially. And, you know, Doom Patrol, as you all know, I liked from the beginning, but I'm just like, dude, like, Titans isn't a good show. And it's just, it's just not. It's just not. It's okay that it's not. It is what it is, but it's like, you know, you got Swamp Thing, and then, you know, you have all types of animated joints that end up on there. It's like, we could have decided any of those things. Yeah, but we can all agree that the DC Universe app has more things more reasons to purchase it now than Disney Plus. I disagree. I I probably would too. I mean, yeah. If you're if the, you want, the Mandalorian like, by itself is a much better like it's better than all the, those shows combined. It's not better than Doom Patrol. It, it absolutely is better than Doom Patrol. No, not better than Doom Patrol. The Mandalorian. I would say personally, the Mandalorian is like out of the two apps, the Mandalorian's probably the second best show. But it's, I mean, Young Justice is just too good. Like, right? You could have said can't... Young Young Justice is a great show too. I agree with that. He doesn't like that because Justice instead of instead of team. He doesn't like that because it doesn't have to balance off, like. Good things versus bad things. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong. I mean, I think I think I do think Mandalorian is a better show than Young Justice, but Young Justice is right up there. Like I would I would like Young Justice is probably no Young Justice is the best show on DC Universe. Mandalorian will be better than Doom Patrol the day the 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 Baby Yoda thing uses the force and accidentally makes everybody come i mean listen i mean you're talking about like that's hilarious sure but it's not like i mean the mandalorian has a more compelling narrative overall i think and then on top of that i mean honestly you don't even have to go to the mandalorian like clone wars season seven is just as good as anything on DC Universe. The the narrative in the Mandalorian I've seen before. I've watched spaghetti westerns. I've seen it. I like it. But it's, it's not it's, the spaghetti it's western. Not it's more than a spaghetti western. It, it has a spaghetti western motif to it, which is awesome, but especially considering that it's a sci-fi show. It's yeah. not traveling into the white space, which found a space in my heart. Well, oh. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like. Go ahead, Jay. Clone Wars does have an impressive amount of death. Yeah, absolutely. As it should. It's a war. <laughs> yeah, but and that so have a... four people at once is just kind of amazing. Wait, say that again, Jay. I'm sorry. What? Ahsoka beheading four people at once was amazing. <laughs> that was pretty cool too. Don't even but get... also, also too, like I mean, I'm saying Clone Wars is a joint where the narrative. And the characterization and the story it's telling is so deep that it makes you, like, it's not only good on its face as far as, like, oh, wow, that's a great story, 
but it makes you re re-examine the stories you've already seen. Like it makes you look at episode three different. Like that's that's pretty amazing. Like it makes like the what you see in season seven of Clone Wars makes you look at what you see in Star Wars Rebels different. The the Disney app is is an app sold on promises. It's the the Tesla of of the streaming services. It's it's not yeah, it's not sold on promises. It it literally gives you everything but that it said it would give you, which is I, basically I TV shows. Oz loves Oz loves promise selling. <laughs> it was a compliment. I the fact that Lawrence took it as an insult just shows where he's at. What I'm saying to you is like, I mean, more than anything, it's like what what Disney Plus gives you is like, I mean, which is very similar to almost any streaming service, is a catalog. It gave no 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 things to watch and everything, and they didn't say what. They said they were gonna make the whole Disney library available, and they have not. I don't. I don't think they said they're going to make the whole Disney library available, Jay. That might be what you thought, but I don't think you they don't said think that. that. You don't think that, but it's what they said. The, wh- when did I they say that, Jay? It. Where do they say I'm going to make the whole Disney li- library available? Like what? That it doesn't even sound realistic. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I hope you all were playing those on top of each other. <laughs> nah, I wasn't. Okay. Good. Once once Oz came on, I'm like, he's got that. <laughs> but I'm like, like the Disney Plus promised me all these amazing sounding MCU shows. I want to see the Loki TV show. I don't have a Loki TV show. I don't even have a date for when that show is gonna show up. DC promised me a Star Girl TV show, and boom, there it is. I got a Star Girl TV Wait show. Wait a minute. Like, hey, how are you gonna compare? I want to cancel Batwoman and just give me this Star Girl. And you're never gonna get Hawkeye on Disney Plus. Not the real. Hawkeye. No one asked for Hawkeye, right? They said they were gonna give you Hawkeye. Nobody asked for a Loki TV show. Well, they might ask for a Loki TV show. Nobody asked for Division, but we we got that right. Well, well they, yeah, but I don't think you know. Say what? I've been asking for Hawkeye for a while. No, but it's not Kate Bishop. You would have gotten Clint Barton. Yeah, but now no, we're gonna get see, Hawkeye. See, now we're no. gonna, we might get her because that dude, like, he, didn't, he tried to shoot his wife. Yeah, he got in some sort of scandal. But what I'm saying is this: is the MCU shows that they promised you are still coming. Not they, Hawkeye. they obviously got delayed, but they're coming. You know, even Disney can't friggin' stop a pandemic. But. I remember when, uh, in the past, when I said those same words of the Snyder Cut, and I was, I was met with derision. Well, what words did you say about the Snyder Cut? That it's coming, and you said, "No, it's not. You're stupid. How dare Look, you?" It wasn't coming until last it, Wednesday. <laughs> it's still, it's still not coming until after they film all the stuff that they got that money for. It might not come at all. <laughs> it it'll come like at this point like they can't not do it right. Well, we're still waiting for wave three of COVID. <laughs> but here's the thing: Does it's that just happen? Like, no, but what, it, wave three or Snyder cut. <laughs> wave three. 
<laughs> we haven't even had wave two yet. No, it, well, well, listen, look, I, wave two very well may not happen only because Georgia was one of the first places to open. And Georgia's doing all right. They're not reducing cases, but they're not gaining cases either. So it's looking like the second wave may not be may not be all it's cracked up to be if we keep up with testing and some wait, of wait the common sense the stuff. Fall. I think wave two is gonna hit in the fall. It it might. It might. And so we'll we'll see. We'll see. So who knows, Jay? That's that's really the long and the short of it. Who knows? What I do know is there's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus that people want to watch, and they have original content that's that's come out and is still coming out too that people really want to watch too. Yeah, give me that High School Musical, the musical musical show of music. Well, I mean, dude, there's an audience for that too, though. Like, just because it doesn't appeal to you doesn't mean that it's not worth anything. It's like there's an audience for for eating Tide Pods. That doesn't mean it's right. Nobody, no, there's not an audience for eating Tide Pods. Yeah, That's there is. The people that watch the videos. Oh, dude. Those people got a lot of views. Okay. Those fine. people are great. Those people like, what? I love those people. I love those people that eat Tide Pods. Oh, yeah, they're just, okay. they're, You love Darwin. They're the Jerry's. I, I love Darwin. They're the Jerry's. <laughs> That's the title Listen. of this episode, The Jerry's. <laughs> I've Listen, got, I've got a Darwin news story when we get to that too. That Joe just reminded me. <laughs> Dude, wait, is it the spider? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad that I wasn't the only one that knew about that. <laughs> well, so, let's, let's wrap up this uh, this Harley Quinn talk and then as, we'll jump yes, sir. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say, as far as I'm concerned. Disney Plus and DC Universe have both failed me. <laughs> How do you feel about HBO Max? That's not even a Dude, thing yet. No, but it's going to be like he can be looking forward to it, you know, it, and it's obviously going to replace DC Universe. So I just want to hear if Joe, who's already been disappointed by two services, uh, I just want to get his thoughts on, on a possible third one that's already as much as Disney Plus did. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to it. After the show, I gotta go make arrangements to go buy it. Like after, uh, yeah, I'm definitely midnight, midnight screening HBO Max. <laughs> what now, real quick? Can I just read these comments from Burr out of chat? Yeah. <laughs> Burr said, laughing my ass off. Doom Patrol better than The Mandalorian? Crazy talk. He also says LOL WTF, but I think that's for something else. Yeah. Oh, no, it's for this comment. He's like, why do you want a baby to make you come? That's directed to Oz. <laughs> he says, Jay wants his song of the South and World War II propaganda cartoons. First of all, that baby. That, that baby, as you refer to it, is 50 years old. That's way above the age of consent. <laughs> not, not in those characters. <laughs> But I, my passport says I follow American rules. <laughs> Burr Bur also says Disney Plus now with eating Tide Pods. LOL, the Jerry's. <laughs> okay. Continue, Jeff. Sorry. Um, 
So yeah, Harley Quinn. Um, these last few episodes, like I know the two before, the Parademons weren't funny, but they were like good stories. Like I like Jim. Uh, his redemption arc was pretty good, and the Parademon episode was really funny. And I give it like a four. Awesome. All right, let's do some news and then let's get out of here. Oz, what did you give it? Oh, Oz, what I, I I'm sorry. I give it a four and a half. I really liked it. The the stuff I criticized, I still think was cool. Like like the Thor the Thor thing. I, I criticized that a little bit, but no, nah, I, I, I love that costume. I love what happened with it. The the thing that would have made it better for me is the Harley doing the whole explanation that ends with and now I kiss everybody. Like that got a little old after about the third or fourth time. So that that kind of killed it a little bit for me, but other than that, man, it was a great episode. It's hilarious how King Shark blushes after he kisses him. <laughs> I uh, I didn't watch it, but I give it a five. <laughs> um, well, that 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 Harley Tharley uh, redesign is yes, like, really nice. It's the greatest. I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, like, very nice. I wish that was like. Like I wish, yeah, it's one of those things. Like they've done so many redesigns with her that I didn't like, and it's like the cartoon that wasn't like that good did what all across the board has. <laughs> you know, just give her a cool redesign, not something that plays on uh, a tropey thing. Like yeah, fine. yeah. Used when they redesign her, they try to make her more sexualized. Yeah covers her up more I, and I, it's still amazing i i blame the game but yeah arkham yeah was arkham the first one to do that they that's where she first came out in a nurse outfit right yeah oh but no but that was part of the story it doesn't have to like she could be what what nurse have you seen in that outfit like they're all wearing blue scrubs no but it's like a classic oh, sexy nurse that's the point like that I blame that for the the wave of crappy redesigns. I see, but I guess I guess my my point I'm making is, if you have Harley dressed as a, a classic sexy nurse in Arkham Asylum, that actually makes sense from a story perspective. As long as, like, as long as she's not wearing that same outfit later, like outside of Arkham Asylum, but then she, it's a. She you know, is. it's like if if you're like, oh, the game let them know that Harley Quinn could potentially be sexy, then it's like, well, okay, that that's not really that's not really the the game's fault for doing it in context. It's it, like it's the, that, game, it's the game's fault. All right, Jerry. <laughs> it, it's like that's the the friggin' perverts that are like, oh, well, she has to be sexy all the time now, so let's put her in some like booty shorts. Again, like, that's the people making the game. But no, well, no it's they, not even that. They didn't do that. It, it's the people that are giving the Jerry's what the Jerry's want. No, but see, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, is like hit that news music. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Jerry's do things wrong. Like you can't mess around and like somebody do like a smart, appropriate thing, and somebody's like, "Oh man, we should do that. We should apply that to everything." It's like, well, no, 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 no. That's we did it in a way that was smart and appropriate. 
And he's like, well, right. we could do that all the time. But the, thing, like, the, well, the Jerry's, it resonated with the Jerry's. And that's my point. I didn't say the game was bad for doing it. I said, I you said the, the game, game was wrong for doing it. I said, the, I blame the game for all the crappy redesigns. Well, you can't blame the game because the, the redesign in the game was appropriate so, and smart. So you can't blame. Uh, you can't blame smart people for doing interesting things you know, and then but dumb the thing, people I didn't co-opting even, ideas. I didn't blame the people that made the game. I blame the game. Like, the actual... Like, that idea is the start of it. That's the epicenter. Oh, oh so you... So, okay, so, okay. If you're saying no one thought of Harley Quinn as a sex symbol until Arkham Asylum, and now... Dumb people took that idea and ran with it in an inappropriate it's manner. It's not even a sex symbol thing. It's a design thing. Like, I'm not even talking about the morality of taking a children's cartoon and over-sexualizing <laughs> it. Like, that's people do that to My Little Pony. Like, it's Yeah, like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not talking about morality that. either. Because even with the original, like, I felt she was sexy enough. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm like, I'm, I, I found that titillating to a degree, uh-oh, to uh-oh, a healthy uh-oh. degree, but most of, but it, it's <laughs> just a healthy degree. <laughs> but it, it, so it, you're saying it's the source? Like, look, actually, Burr said it right. He's like, he's he's pointing out that it it as the reason, but not like a blame. It's the source uh, Burr's, of the redesign. Burr's just being sarcastic again. No, I think he might be serious, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know, but but that is what you're saying, though, right? You're yeah, saying that is. It's not the game's fault, even yeah. though that's what you said. Yeah, but, but that's it's meant. still a fault. Like if you're gonna like attack something, you say fault. You don't say epicenter. Like just like the China virus. Well, but you said you said they were the game was wrong for yeah. doing it. I mean, it can be. Like in my they're opinion, they're not wrong, but you're saying that they're the the I, source of. Look, they, wrong and right is a little more complex. Maybe it can be wrong. I might see it wrong. But there's nothing I can do about it. So Mo, Mo's like that game shouldn't have happened because of Harley Quinn. Now, because now we have Margot Robbie. Nah, it, it should have happened because it was a good game. But okay, good. But I'm, the thing look, is, we don't have. We, look, if Har- if we had, if we had Margot Robbie from that game, like the character would have been better. <laughs> it, it's not. It's because of the crappy redesign that we got Margot Robbie. Got you. Yeah? Got you. No, you're right. You're you're absolutely right. You're right. It's like somebody was like, oh, we can make her not be covered up. Yeah. And we can put her, right, right. Which is hence why you get the that terrible, terrible redesign in that that last thing we watched, right? In Apocalypse War. Yeah. Where she just has the Daisy Dukes. They're not even like Harley Quinn branded shorts, right? Yep. I blame Jay for this. What? You guys don't even know who Trigon is. I know who Trigon oh, is. Oh, Jay's drunk. <laughs> why? Why are we talking about Trigon? Because he changed her outfit. Because you mentioned Justice oh, League Dark the Apocalypse War. You mentioned that, and I forgot to bring it up. Well, I, I didn't forget, but I didn't bring it up when we talked about it. But yeah, you guys don't know Trigon. We we know who he is, but what about him? Uh, you say you don't know why he will fight Darkseid. Yeah, well, explain. Elaborate. <laughs> Correct us. Wait. <laughs> Wait. 
dark side dark side wants to rule the universe and trigon wants to rule the universe that's why they're fighting because they both can't rule the universe so and that means that dark side just so I'm clear real quick when i said apocalypse war had that bad Harley Quinn design, your mind went to, y'all don't understand Trigon's, <laughs> Trigon's motivations? Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure I'm following you, buddy. Well, I that's, got you. I mean, Continue. It, that actually goes with Apocalypse War because now that Joe shined that light, it made the movie even worse. Because <laughs> Darkseid destroyed Earth and then just stayed there instead of trying to move on to the next planet to, to get to the universe. The universe is a big place. Why spend four years on Earth? Listen, you're right, Mo. Uh, All the people that are saying that Apocalypse War is as good as Avengers Endgame are dumb. Even in the movie, he's not on Earth all the time. He goes to Oa and kills all the Guardians. He also kills Jon Stewart. I don't know. He spent four years on three planets. Look, taking over the universe takes time. Yeah, that's why he shouldn't have wasted it on Earth. (laughs) I mean, you can't leave shit half done. If you start taking over, you can't stop halfway because they're going to take it back. It's like when I used to play Cement and I would take over the Queen's Nest and I would start to and then they would be like 50% done, and I would go to another section of yard to start taking over there, and when I check, then they fall back, and now I've lost like 25%. That's why you have to go and you have to eradicate them until you own the entire block, and that way you keep it. And yeah. then you just have to worry about external threats like spiders and lawnmowers. Since we're talking, see, sem- see. Since we're talking semantics... Um, that's exactly what Darkseid did. He left Earth half done. This is this yeah. is exactly why I love Jay. Because only Jay would mess around and bust out with a sim ant metaphor. Like I love it. Jay is uh is six eye trigon more powerful than four eye trigon, or is that just cosmetic? Uh, believe that's cosmetic. Okay, that's what I thought. I don't like Six Eye Trigon. It's too weird. I agree. Okay, well, with that. <laughs> comic book news. We should have a like uh, comic book like her, like, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like like uh, comic book like her. Damn it! Damn it! Uh, Oz, I keep forgetting to tell you this when we're not on the air, because it's production thing. But I think your output might be a little too high. It it well it is, it probably is today. I don't have my usually I I spend like ten minutes checking my levels. Yeah, no, but the last recording. the last couple of shows you broadcasted have been a little distorty. Everything or me or every everything the 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 sound the the theme songs and stuff are a little loud and and um but the whole file is is louder and it, it peaks it peaks like constantly. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, that's easy to yeah. fix. It's just the main out, I think, that would be the issue. But, yeah, yeah, my main out is would be, I guess, the monitor. It's it's the, the speaker out of the board. So, yeah, I could just, I have one switch, I can just move down a couple of steps and I should clear it up. Okay. So, the cast from The Legend of Korra is getting together to do a reading of the second part of the Turf Wars comic book. Uh, the Dark Horse book. Nice. So they're going to be doing it Wednesday, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific. And uh, they'll be doing it on twitch.tv slash darkhorsecomics. There'll be a Q&A later after the reading. Cool. Uh, Duncan Jones, do you know that name, Larry? Yes. Okay, good. I was going to test your memory there. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about him earlier. Oh, I recognize that name. But, yeah, Alex DeCampi, we talked about earlier, too, uh, last week, I believe. Um, she's a, a writer and artist. Well, mainly writer. I don't think she draws. But they have a Kickstarter going. Uh, it's called Maddie or Maddie. Or Mady, M-I-D-I, colon, Once Upon a Time in the Future. And it's a, a, a science fiction action comic. Um, it's going to have, they launched the Kickstarter. It's already funded. I want to fund it, but like the lowest tier is $1. And it's like nothing, you know, just like, hey, here's a dollar. And then the second one's $30 or $28. And it's just a trade paperback, no digital copy. So it's a little, it's a little steep, but the art is really good. Um, I'll put a little bit of that art in chat in a little bit, but it's gonna have some, some uh, guest artists to do. I think either pinups or covers. Uh, it's Dylan, uh, Dylan Teague, who's known for Judge Dredd and Jonah Hex. Duncan Forgato for he's known for Hellboy and Enigma. Glenn Fabry, Preacher fame. Uh, Ed Ocaña for some Messiah Complex. Andre Arahu, Araujo <laughs> is a Fantastic Four and Ultimate Fantastic Four. Scott Hampton, Lucifer. Uh, Pia Guerra from Why the Last Man. Uh, D- David Lopez who used to do the Buffy the Vampire comics, Vampire Slayer. Christian Ward. Black Bolt, Invisible Kingdom, and Odyssey. But yeah, it's already funded. Even though I I, I want to, I can't. <laughs> Too much. Money. Mm. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna put the picture in the chat real quick. So we we kind of talked about it yesterday, and it was a totally different story yesterday where we we mentioned the air cut. Or I mentioned the air cut because nobody else cares. And <laughs> That's not true. I mentioned it too. The the news story was David Ayer actually playing it down as though it's not a thing. And I, I mentioned, well, Snyder needs to give him a call because hey, obviously if you make it if you make enough of a deal about it, which people are starting to make a deal about it, it it's gonna happen. So then David Ayer, like somebody either he was listening to us or Snyder called him because he listens to us. Uh, he put out a tweet saying, 
My cut would be easy to complete. It would be incredibly cathartic for me. It's exhausting getting your ass kicked for a film that got the Edward Scissorhands treatment. The film I made has never been seen. <clears throat> so look, he he's going the Snyder route, man. I, uh, hashtag air cut. Hashtag. That's that bull. Speaking of, speaking of the Snyder cut, it uh, looks like people are taking the Twitter and burning their copies of the <laughs> Justice League, which they're calling it. Um, yeah, that's funny. See, I, I, I avoided that story specifically because I want people to burn their copies because that makes my copy a collector's. <laughs> I, I, I was I actually was gonna talk about that story yesterday, but I'm glad we waited till today because now we have a name for those people, the Jerry's. <laughs> is, is that a thing now? Yeah, we we made it earlier today. Okay. Yeah. So the Jerry, I actually just posted a gif on somebody's post, and then because they were complaining about people in COVID nineteen, and I put, oh, it's the Jerry's, and I put a gif of Jerry just tweeting. <laughs> Jerry from Rick and Morty. Yeah. The dad. I, I know who Jerry is. What do you thought I, I thought Jerry Seinfeld? I no, because Jerry's smart. That would be the Georges. Sounds the same. Mm, only to a Jerry. <laughs> I, see my, I see myself more as a Kramer, but okay. I, I That's because you're Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. But Apple, you're like sorry. a cool Jerry. You're more like a Pierce. <laughs> I have considered making my own honey. Well, not <laughs> making it because obviously I, I can't make it. The, the bees would do all the work. Mm. Feels like slavery. Eh, you know. Oh my God. Y'all are too much, man. Okay. Quick Oz, please, please tell. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Y- you all are done with your last story. Sure. No, go ahead. Say, elaborate if there's anything. No, no, please go for it. I want to hear more of it. Nah, it's just David Ayer trying to get that water money or AT and T money, I guess, because AT and T's just throwing it and don't, they don't even care. Apparently. The. Um. Mirka Andolfo, we've talked about her several times here. She did uh, a book that we, rever- we reviewed earlier on in the in the lockdown, uh, Mercy. And she did Unnatural, which we always go back to. Um, she's now doing uh, a Conan story that legally can't be called Conan. So they just call it the Sumerian People of the Black Circle. Uh, here's, I, p- I posted some of the variant covers. And they all look great. That sketch, I think that one that's not a title is just like a maybe some pinup, but that Andolfo did uh, to promote the book. And then there's one more cover that I'm gonna put in. That it, this one is just gonna blow your mind. Like this is the best cover of that whole series. So I waited to last. I don't know, Oz. Do you have a drum roll sound effect or no? I'm gonna say no. Oh, I have a rim shot. You want you want the rim shot? No, shot? No, no, thank you. To both. Uh, the, the white cover? Yeah, the white cover. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what you want? Okay. Yeah, dude, that's the shit. 
Why is it a white cover if it's people of a black circle? It should be black cover. That's so the the artist could use their imagination to give you an awesome one of a kind cover. So that's Conan's people, the Sumerians. That's that's his Last, race. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was the Sumerians, no, the, like the actual. No, we actually his... talked about this on the air before. It's not Larry. Yeah. Larry, it, it was when you left the show for a while. Um, but yeah, Larry is like Sumerian. Like no, stupid. Like it's Sumerian, C.I. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. I get it. Well, it's um, it, it is a they're con- it's part of the whole Lovecraft thing. Like, they're the ancient race of people that made all that mystical like tones and shit. Uh, oh, Sumerians were real people too. Well, the sea. Yeah. Where are they? Who are they? A member of ancient nomadic people who overran Asia Minor in the 7th century BC. Oh, wow. I don't know that. Okay. But the covers are pretty amazing. I, I didn't know that either. I was with you. I thought he was Sumerian. With an S. No, well, I, I, I know it's not that anymore, but yeah, I didn't realize. I was living in the past with you, man. <laughs> the reason I know that is, uh, like, I, I know the exact moment when that happened, aside from my memory, is that I think two weeks ago we played that archive where we talked about... Oh, like, yeah? On Wednesday morning we talked about the the Sumerian-Sumerian differences. The... <laughs> Oz, do tell that story about the spider. Yeah, see, this pisses me off because this goes back to the whole people don't fucking read comics. And you know what? This goes beyond that because if you even watch the Spider Man movies, you, you would know that this isn't how you do things. So apparently in Bolivia, uh, three boys, uh, ages 12, 10, and 8, What was that, Jay? No, I didn't say anything. It was feedback. You were echoing. Uh, These three boys, ages 12, 10, and 8, kind of like jerked themselves with a a black widow spider and let the black widow spider bite bite them. Uh, Did they survive? I didn't even, like, I got halfway through the story and I was disgusted. Because they, they just they, they just grabbed like a random black widow spider that they found. I guess maybe they saw the symbol on it and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna get black widow powers." Maybe I don't know. They're trying to become hot redheads. But anybody who who's like read the comics or, or seen the movies knows that it has to be either, I guess, because of the movies, genetically modified or, as the uh, the true spider people know, radioactively enhanced by a spider totem. I didn't want to mention. Yeah, there's also totems. Like, Madam Web can actually just give you powers. Yeah. You should have been looking for her. <laughs> well, no, no, you gotta get bit. But, you know, maybe they did read comics because in that story with the totems, they do travel to that whatever country they're from to something similar. Well, unfortunately, the boy survived. 
as I see. Well, the Jerry's always Unfortunately, dang. The Jerry's always survive. I mean, come on. You know, it, it it's like the the people eating Tide Pods again. Like it I don't want them to survive because but that's, they're just stupider. That's why they survive because they're they they're stupid enough to risk everything. Mm-hmm. Their body the body has an, an immense power for detoxifying itself. So even if you don't die, you get real sick. You know, some of you die, some of you don't. They get stronger, but they get stupider. And they're also the stupid ones that don't use condoms or birth control. I just agree with Darwin so much that people define him like this. Well, it, the, here's the oh. thing. If you, if you really agree with Darwin, then you know stupid is the way to be. Because you're just running on instinct and you're not using evidence and science and things. Because really, the weaker ones are the ones that use tools and, and use things. So the, the, the survival of the fittest doesn't apply to this because it's be, you're thinking survival of the smartest in Darwinism. And it's not that. It's who's going to beat the fuck out of you. And usually those are the dumber people. Yeah, I guess. I'm telling you, we got to kill the Jerry's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they killed that spider too. Yeah, spider was just doing what a spider does. Yeah, motherfuckers. I hate kids. I hate. <laughs> like we're just like, yeah, yeah, fuck people. Yeah, humanity, fuck humanity, kids. Humanity is, is should be over. Like it's done. We're too stupid. Metaphorically, fuck kids. I don't actually mean fuck kids. No, you gotta wait to Fight Island for that. I I just like to go <laughs> on the record. I just like to go on the record and say that I am smart enough to exist, and and I would encourage other people to consider themselves smart enough to exist as well. The Jerry's. <laughs> Damn. There's no ven- there's no payoff to being smart, really, Larry. There really isn't. I I would respectfully disagree. Well, well I mean, uh, there is in a society, but he means no, like just in nature. Not even in a society. Like what? What have you been, when you've been the best worker that uses your mind to solve problems? What happens? Well, I mean, but if you if you're smart enough, you don't you have get to more be a work. worker. You get more work. You could, I mean, you could you could work for yourself. No, that, that, that's not. That, you're never working for yourself. You're always working for people, even when you're working for yourself. That's what Animal Crossing taught me. Well, no, but that's life. Like either way, like you still pay your taxes, you still do this. There's no real, there's no real end game, proper end game to being smart. No, I mean pay, paying your taxes is just a decision you make. To cooperate in society. It's not a decision you make. It's you're forced to. Yeah, paying your taxes. See what happens. It's like God's yeah. free, God's idea of free will. It's like it's not really free will because there's eternal damnation if you don't do what He said. I, I look. I mean, obviously we all don't pay the same in taxes, right? And and there are people that work really hard to make sure that they don't pay into taxes. And you know, hey, that's their prerogative. But you know, I mean, I, I, I won't. I guess what I'm saying is, if you really don't want to pay taxes, you can probably figure out a way to do it. 
because you know most of us well not most of us but you know yeah. i'm talking i'll talk to the people that are on this call i think we're smart enough to figure out how not to pay taxes if you if that was really the goal but realistically it's like taxes it you know i mean we say hey we don't have the freedom but technically i mean we we could not pay taxes if we don't want to <laughs> it's it's like in, in, in the same way like you I know mean, you don't you don't you don't stop at every red light some of them you go through i'm wow. not saying that that's that's a uh i'm not saying that that's what you should do i'm saying we choose not to do that because we live in a society we give up some freedoms Bert says if you're a jerry you don't pay your taxes and it's okay because you're a jerry say what he says if you're a jerry you don't pay your taxes and it's okay because you're a jerry (laughs) no that's true like jerry's probably don't have to pay taxes because they don't make that much money he also said he just paid his taxes yesterday it's May 26. What are you doing? Bert? It got postponed. Yeah, till October. Yeah, they, I still like I did them in February. Like oh, yeah, why? But that why was do, before COVID. Why do people wait so long to like your taxes is just like paperwork. You just do it. Do you do your own taxes? Yeah. Well, terrible taxes. Most of the work. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not sitting out here with an abacus and a. But you actually pay. Uh, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes well, they pay me. Sometimes I, I pay them. I think what Burr is saying that he actually mailed out the check. Oh. I think that's. That what would make meant. sense. Because I know that's what it is. Like you, you can file them, but then you you pay them differently. Like you mail a check or you electronic payment or you know. I know I pay right. mine. Right. I pay mine before like i i have to like think of how much i'm gonna make and pay it ahead of time uh, because of how you work yeah yeah, yeah. i used to set stuff aside because i always had to pay so i always would set aside some for that it was usually the same amount so i, I kind of had an idea yeah any other stories before we get out of here yeah, uh, Dark. Netflix released the teaser for Dark. I didn't get to see it yet. When's it coming back? Uh, July 2nd, I think. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, oh, no, June 27th, sorry. Oh, even better. Yeah, um, they, they were saying, like, one of the articles early, like last week was pointing out that that date, like, why is it that date? And, you know, all the dates are the date that the show starts on the the premiere, you know? So Oh really? Yeah. So the June twenty seventh one I I believe is the date that he lands in the future. Oh wow. Yeah. But I, I mean that's just my supposition. I don't know. Uh Joe said Scoob was great and uh but he failed to mention that they set up a uh, Hanna Barbera cinematic universe. Mm, I don't think I, I don't think I want to know about that. I mean, isn't it like the movie hooks him up with another Hanna Barbera property, right? The the hero, Blue Falcon. Yeah, the Falcon, that guy. So it's already right. universes. I don't know if they were connected before. I don't. I don't read Scooby Doo like that. 
Um, every once in a while, yeah. Like Canna Barbera crosses over with themselves a huh? lot. Like did I it... mean hell, the last Olympics was basically just that. Like everything yeah. mashed up. Laugh Olympics was pretty cool. I heard they did a reboot, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I didn't know. And also the one where all, everybody races, like that was crossover, right? Like that was. That's yeah. the Laugh Olympics. Oh, it? is that what it is? No, there are two. Uh, like the Olympic, the racing one the, was a Wacky Racers. Oh, jeez. And Man. those were, a, I don't think they crossed over, but I'm not 100% on that one. But I think they had like a, yeah, yeah, I'm not 100%. Okay. Star Wars delays the High Republic. Yeah. Until 2021. What? Yeah. Dude, I'm waiting for that. Wait, are you sure? Because I heard, like, I just checked on that, like, yesterday. Yeah, this is from today. Coming out at the end of August. Yeah, no, this is from today. Like, why is it being delayed? Because the pandemic. Like, it's already written. I think and I'm they, assuming it's already recorded. Well, the thing is, it, it's a multi-media uh, publishing thing, right? Like, there's going to be comics and I don't know what else. Like, there's novels, comics. Uh, they were going to do it, kick it off at, at Star Wars Celebration. And... Uh, yeah, there was going to be a 90W one. and Yeah, who knows? I mean, if they're waiting for uh, an event to actually unveil everything and kick it off, then they're waiting for that event. I don't even care about all that. I just want the book, the audio book, so I can listen to it as I sleep. Uh, there's supposedly a concept art for Spider-Man Far From Home that had a Hydro Man in it. Let me see if I can find it. I mean, but like it's actually like a human Hydro Man or? Yeah, like that was the idea at first and then they did the elemental thing. Oh, okay. Which was my thought initially. Um, and Yeah, and then it wasn't. Okay. I'll put it in chat real quick. It was, and then it wasn't. Dun, dun, dun. And then... Drop, drop. Oh. I'm happy we didn't get this. It's just concept stuff, but yeah. So it looks like look... it would be hard to to make it look good. Like once the CGI, like that looks like it would be hard to CGI and have it look good. Well, the, but it doesn't look like Hydro Man. The, and here's the, the thing: it's the thing they actually made. I don't know. If it's actually... 
the the thing they've actually made could have just been Hydro Man, but they chose oh, yeah. to change it all together. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, th- what they did was a good Hydro Man thing, but it just wasn't Hydro Man. All right. So, one more reason for yeah. me to be angry. <laughs> Uh, they're announcing. Uh, I I just closed it, but yeah, American Horror Story is getting a, a spinoff. So, oh yeah, yeah. You don't sound happy about that. Uh, I you know, uh, I, I I enjoyed the very first season of American Horror Story. I thought it was great. Um, the second one had nothing to do with the first one on the surface. Uh, it was still pretty good. By the third one, from third one on, uh. For the most part, all of them are good for like four episodes, and then they're just not good anymore. Like the rest of the mm. they they hit a like a weird curve that just makes it not compelling to me. Uh, Hotel was really good for like seven episodes, but I I I would have kept watching. I just didn't. I don't. But I didn't feel that that one had to drop off as much. But it, it yeah, they all get a little weird. The Circus Freaks one was good for four episodes, and then it wasn't. But I ended up. I actually did go back and watch it, and it, the ending was good. But it's just those middle episodes I, I can't stick with a lot of times. I don't know. They try to give you um, a horror story with character development, but they show you all the cool shit at the beginning, and then they focus on the development in the middle. So then you're not seeing as much of the cool shit, I think. And then the end, it all comes together. So I, I don't mm. know, maybe maybe that's something. It, it seems like there might be a formula going there, but it could just be me not liking it. But yeah, that's it for my news. Oh, actually, cool. you know, cool. there's one more. There's a, sorry, there's a, a Bleeding Cool posted that they did a, a, this is actually an old news story, but when the comics first came from Diamond, uh, this is uh, Robert Lamberti of Rodman Comics in Acony, Iowa, shows off the Diamond Comics distributor uh, boxes coming through with products on sale that day. This is on May 20th, and the box has stickers. It's like our comeback is will be bigger than our let's see what it says here than our setback, and then it comes with a letter from Diamond thanking you. The, the the retailer for sticking through them and, and they're gonna get better, and it has a nicely printed glossy paper letter. The letter is bent at the corner all crazy, and then it turns out the comics are too. Oh, <laughs> so that whole box of comics was all shitty, and even the letter tough. was. And as and this is a a, a kind of a, a a story that goes into how the first shipment from lunar and the other one the dc ones like they came in like good bubble wrap like all the comics were in pristine condition and then diamond is over here trying to fight against that but proving them right so yeah yeah, well they're going back to normal they're the one the only people amidst the whole pandemic that went back to normalcy was diamond Wait, how how are they the only people that went? Oh, because, because that's they what they usually fu- do? Yeah, they always fuck up the comics. <laughs> that's funny. 
But yeah. You can play that rap up in the air, guys. Anybody doesn't have anything. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> we should have Why is it not like, stopping? Like Kurt. Sorry. Well not, not like that, but like like uh Damn it. What? Like Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that program needs an update cuz it was giving me trouble today too. Okay, I got it. All right. Jay, why don't you give me some final thoughts, buddy? So, looking forward to HBO Max. All right. Oz, uh, final thoughts. Uh, hey, HBO Max is tomorrow. Yay. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, everybody out there, take care of yourselves. Keep each other safe. Um, wash your hands. Eat, eat your greens. Say your prayers, and don't let the Jerry's win. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. Make sure you come check us out. In the meantime, follow us on social media, Fantastic Forum on Instagram. Uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like, what else you'd like us to talk about. This is Fantastic Forum live only on allgames.com.